Hello and welcome to another installment of the Casual Trekker. This is Scott. This is going to be another off-brand review of Quantum Leap Season 1, Episode 7. The Halloween episode. Now, because there was a lot of um, things that reminded me of another Quantum Leap episode, I watched the episode that it reminded me of immediately after that episode to see the comparisons and see if I was just misremembering the, the the episode. I wasn't sure exactly how it related. It was a portrait of Trojan, or a portrait of Trojan in uh, the original Quantum Leap series. And this one here has a similar construct about what's happening to the, uh, the main guest character of the episode. Uh, spoilers going forward. So when Ben leaps in, he gets introduced to these people, and he goes up the stairs, and he gets right into the business, and all of a sudden, we're, we see this demon. And then, um, later on, he comes to the conclusion that he was being poisoned. And at that moment, I'm like, okay, hold on. If he's be being poisoned later, fine. But what initially made it to where he was seeing this demon? Because he wasn't poisoned beforehand. So I rewound it, like, four times, watching the movements of everybody. And then I saw he shook the hands of two of the people that um that were uh were the culprits so at first when i watched the, watched the episode i'm like well he was drugged later but what initially caused him to be drugged he didn't drink the gin then and he had no contact with the soup or anything else like that so at first i thought maybe there was a, like a plot hole here but then i realized oh he shook her hand and she shook his so he shook both of the people's hands and they could have put in the uh that uh, the, the poison thing on their hands. So when he they shook their hands, he was given it and it got into his system, causing the demon stuff to happen. So I mean, it was legitimately a scary a scary episode. That uh, whoever they got to whoever they casted as that girl, she needs to do stuff. She needs to be the star of her own TV show. She did really great. I mean. Like, she was, to me, was the best part of that whole entire entire episode. She stole the show. Like, she was so good. Especially the part where the demon comes up and Ben's, Ben's like, freaking out about it. And then she just has this totally evil grin on her face. And I'm like, oh, man, this this is going to be spooky. And it, 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 and it was. And when we get to the twist, it just makes it more heartbreaking. Because the twist is that this girl's mom didn't want to have her daughter she wanted to have her own little life and she was going to run off with her um her brother-in-law i guess and so or her husband's her husband's brother whatever that would be and the whole thing got revealed when they they said they they set him up and they made it out look like the demon was real and then the girl pointed to the person and then he basically confessed, confessed everything. And then, so, that leads to the, con to the, to the, con to the conclusion of her living. Uh, it sucks that the, the other woman had to die, but n there's no one to say that she didn't die in that original timeline to begin with, I don't think. There wasn't anything hinted at this death occurs. They were looking specifically at her. So... The, the the uh the person that we could get introduced to that had the will she could have very well easily have been mur ha had been murdered 
in that original timeline and it wasn't initiated by Ben because Ben really wasn't controlling anything. Ben, to be frank, really serious here, he irritated me for a good chunk of it because he kept staying away from the situation instead of exploring it because he kept on talking about having to figure out what's happening and not that I checked in order to figure that out. You have to actually investigate the situation. Like if I'm trying to figure out how a tree fell over my yard and it's not making sense to me, I'm not going to go walk down the road and go hang out at the golf, at the uh, baseball field. That's not going to help me figure out the scientific rationale of how, 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 something, how something occurred. He should have been more focused in the room. But that being said, he was kind of out of it. He was drugged up. He was kind of out of his element. He didn't have Addison for a good chunk of that, a good chunk of that leap. So up until he realized these, these, these things, he was kind of, you know, terrified as anyone would be, I think, because up to that, up to that one point, he thought it was all real and he was just having a hard time. And I will say, I love the, I love the back and forth between Addison and Ben when he's like, I don't believe in possession. And she's like, Ben, you are literally possessing that body right now. He's like, oh yeah. As he looked over to the actual priest in the, in the, in the reflection, like fair point that I love that. Like I watched it, I watched it twice so far. Um, <laughs> and I knew it was coming and it just, it just, it just made me laugh. It was just so perfect that even when you are debating something that you don't believe in while you are readily in the situation in which you are saying you don't believe in possession meanwhile you are possessing someone and you you consider it differently i thought that was just i thought i thought i thought it was just great and it's just once the reveal comes and you achieve in the in the mom who's off this whole entire tale about what about how, how horrible her life is and she was forced to have this child and she just wants to escape and she just wants to do his thing and I'm like, dang, that's heartbreaking for any kid to hear. This girl's 18 years old and her mom tried to off her and run away. I don't think that I don't think it would be that quick of an apology in reality. I think it would have I think it would have taken that would have been a lot. Three weeks you're being bedridden and being fed soup that is poisonous, being waited on by someone that wants you dead. I mean the gravity of that is only something you can get in post. Like like for us the audience, it was like wow. And you watch it again, you're like, dang. This whole time she knows she's poisoning her daughter. She knows it. And the guy knows it. And they're indifferent to it. Like they hate her that much. It was just, it was just epic crazy. This episode just showcased how people can be just sick and deranged and just fucking nuts. And I think that's one of the things that just made it so good. And the graphics, the special effects in this was just really just crazy. Like, 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 oh man, are they really doing a demon episode? And they kept on saying, hey, you never know because of the previous Quantum Leap. And remember, Quantum Leap had the episode where where Sam ran into the god, possibly, quotation marks, asterisks, and the devil. Literally said it on stage. He wasn't like the guy at the end who was always asking a question to a question. This, the, the devil episode was literally that. Not to mention the ghost episode, the one I was talking to you about, about a portrait of, of a Trojan and the housekeeper's spirit vanished. So the supernatural has been embedded into Quantum Leap. And since this is a sequel to that series, and that means that the mythology that show created has to also exist. So the fact that there was a demon possession and they were showing it 
it could have gone either way. I it's cool that they kind of related it to to a Trojan where you found the cigarette room and you found the poison and you found all these different things you were able to track it down i will say the one conceit was i think he found it a little, a little too fast because all it took was his he going into his his uh his 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 mind and seeing addison and then all of a sudden he saw the gin i'm like i don't understand how he got poison out of nowhere he pulled it out of nowhere really just because the gin was on the on the on the on the thing doesn't mean poison so or or or, or drugged or whatever and then the soup so the way that he got to that was more subconsciously, I guess, because the way that he was acting the the whole entire episode might have subconsciously said, "Hey, I was poisoned, and that's where our drug. That's where he got that from while he was in that kind of thing." And it came to with the realization now that information had come to the surface. But that's me giving him a lot of leeway and a lot of slack on pulling it out of his ass, essentially. But once that came down to it, that's when they came up with the ruse, and then that's when they busted them, and that's when they found out how horrible the parents were and how just bad the, bad the situation was, that they were faking an exorcism by poisoning her. It's just the weird thing is they, they, they chose a priest that came really well um, accoladed, I guess, and so they wanted the best. Like, they knew their ruse was fucked. They knew they were, they knew that they were bogus. And uh, I think the reason why they did that, not because they're bad criminals, but because they needed someone that was beyond, beyond reproach, could not be impeached on this thing. He, he, would, he could swear on a Bible because of all of his accolades. And they, they, they would have killed him too in some manner or, uh, some manner or way. And... So I think that's why they, they they went with a more detailed, better uh, priest rather than just going through any kind of priest. That way, if it went to a legal system, they would say they got they would have got the best. So that's why I think they got the best one rather than just some random priest. And they made a point that you come really well uh, referenced or whatever. So and then at the close of all that stuff, we find out that that she could actually. Uh, see Ben for a little bit um, while she had the drug in her inner system and then they have that little joke oh you're about ready to leave and he's like oh, you know I'm gonna leap and she's like oh to Baltimore and whatever and nice little thing and then he she leaves and then and then finally we get to see Janice Calavici and it wasn't like a hey buddy great job look what we did there was a warning she came with a warning so there is something that both Addison and Project Quantum Leap and Ben don't know that Addison was not Addison that Janice was trying to tell Ben, but he leaped into a little kid trying to escape a school. I think it's going to be more like a cult-like thing or something along those lines rather than just a school. But for his perspective at the moment, it's just a some kind of school academy-like thing. But this episode, this episode was definitely had, had the creep and they had a lot of mis a lot of misdirect like they made it seem like the demon chanting thing was making Addison be glitchy and then cancel out but we know after viewing it that it's actually Janice and it could have happened at any moment but then that's getting that's the best the invested birth of coincidence two things happening at the exact same time completely unrelated and the only reason why we're related is because we don't have all the information now once you have the, all the information 
you can go, oh, I see what's going on here. They're actually separate things. Not sloppy writing, not uh, not a way to contrive it to where you make it that way for suspense. I mean, sure, you could read it like that, but in-universe, without saying it's a TV show and they're all actors and they all know what the script says, in-universe, I would suspect that it's just a coincidence and they didn't know about Janice until the end. So once he knows Janice was was doing this thing, they go, oh, you weren't the demon. You were that. So, and it revealed to Ben at, at the end of that, and we know Ben remembers from leap to leap rather than having a re-Swiss cheese memory. So when he does regain with Addison, he's going to be able to tell her in this next leap that uh, Janice took control. Or they're not going to be able to get control, and the next episode is going to be controlled by Janice. We will have to see. But I will say of all of the episodes, I think this one here was the most enjoyable for me. Because, granted, it was in one room, one building, one thing. But it just, it was really spooky and just like scary all the way around. You had no idea. It kind of reminded me of Knives Out a little bit. A little bit of Clue mixed in. Maybe that's why I liked it a lot. And it definitely had the Portrait of Trojan, vi uh, the portrait of Tro of Trojan vibes. Really really well ex executed on that to where they uh, faked out a lot of things. But then I was thinking, wouldn't someone eventually know about the room and then couldn't they put two and two together because the, the, the uh, brother or whatever the hell he is that was, trying to, that was trying to run off with the mom, he came up last. So he does, does his thing, he runs into his room, and they all come upstairs, and then he comes up like, what's going on here? They, they didn't, they introduced it, once you go back and watch it, then you'll go, oh, that was him. He was, he went through his room and everything else. So they covered their bases really good to where you could watch it again, and you can start seeing where things are different. Although I, I am curious at how he would know that the drugs were up to the level enough to where where they would see him as a demon rather than just like uh, see him. Like I think that's the one conceit that they would have had to have had because you you don't know if they're, they're probably drugged to be delusional enough to see a monster instead of you. This isn't Batman Begins with the Scarecrow where he pushes the stuff and all of a sudden you immediately see something. The, the hallucinations I don't think can be controlled that well. Even if you give them a strong amount, you, you still don't know when it's going to start because certain aspects of the room were normal and regular and only him was the demon. So it, uh, that's the only critique on it that I, that I can give. Other than that, it was a really good episode. I quite enjoyed it. I, I, I could, it's probably one I could watch again and again and again. Just because it's just, it's it's one thing. It's not trying to go back and forth and do all this crazy stuff. It's just, you go, I wonder who's doing this. And you just really enjoy that girl who's playing the person that's uh, being possessed. You really get it. And then the flashback to before Ben's leap. To where you get the birthday thing. It really reminded me of Knives Out. And I really enjoyed Knives Out. So for me, I think... Episode episode seven is probably going to be one of the ones I would watch again, like first. If I were to binge watch the show again, I'd probably start with seven. If I go back and watch um, Quantum Leap, certain episodes call out to me more so than others. So I think in this situation so far in episode in season one, I'd probably watch uh, the pilot, obviously, and then episode seven and the astronaut one. 
because of that whole jumping from the space shuttle to the ISS thing. That was, I love that. So, um, yeah, it's right up there. It, it's definitely in my top, like my top, like top three right now that I would go back and watch. I'd watch them all. Don't get me wrong, but like just turn it on just to be enjoyed real quick. Watching something in the background while I'm going to bed or something. I would definitely watch uh, this episode seven again because it's just everybody is just acting so sinister and so suspicious. And you think everyone's out to get everybody. And Ben has just no idea about what's going on because he knows no, no, no information because Addison was, wasn't able to communicate with him pretty much from the every single start of what was happening. Like she had no help for him. She just said she dies at 12. Oh, she just, she dies at 12. Oh, six. And that's all he knew. Go upstairs, starts it, starts to get discombobulated. And then boom, she's back at, at, at quantum leap. I will say there is one scene that probably we didn't need that could have been reconstructed and re-put into something different. Probably, probably, I would have probably preferred to see Janice doing something beforehand, trying to like get control so we see that rather than her just saying that she'd been trying to get a hold all day. I think the scene between Jen and Addison, while it's sweet and cute, I think that one little itty bitty scene about the mind picture thing or whatever the heck's called, that scene probably wasn't necessary because we already know that she's in love with Ben. That um, she wants to marry him. So for the fact that she was never wanting to get married or whatever else, that could have probably been repurposed into a different scene at a later date. And we could have probably seen Janice trying to do something. But they wanted to have it be shock and all, which is fine. But seeing Janice at the end was, was great, but it was just... I, every time they tease Janice, they don't give you a next a next one, and if they do, it has nothing to do with what you were already hoping for. So right now we have um, a time travel X person that we saw who know Ben from the Wild Wild West, which is also one of my top episodes. And then we have um, her having the imaging chamber, and then we have her drugging her mom. So I just need more Janice. Not a lot of people like Janice. I, uh, however want to see Janice more. I want to see more of her character, what brought her to where we're seeing her right now in Quantum Leap. Because right now all we have is this negative view on her said by the team. Because they think she's in this nefarious thing that she somehow hoodwinked um, Ben into doing this project and going against them. And that there's some kind of um, malicious mischief thing happening. Like that's why they wanted to keep it to where Ben didn't know what, what was going on until they figured it out. Because after all these years now they don't trust Ben anymore. And then come to find out through her words, she wants to warn Ben. And that's news because there's so far, outside of him leaping, there was no reason to warn him. And Addison and the team has no idea what the hell she's talking about, obviously, because they aren't trying to warn him about the same thing. So Janice has, 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 has information that I hope that we cover in the next episode. I really want to see a Janice episode. If you're going to go through all the trouble to block Quantum Leap, that means that I want you to show me your math. I want to see what you're talking about. So that way I can know. The audience can know. Ben doesn't Ben doesn't need Ben does not need 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 to know. Quantum Leap doesn't need to know. I will love to know just so I can see how they figure it out rather than everyone not know what's going on. Like I'd be cool to get a little flashback and only have Janice and then her talking to Ben before he lost his memory and then kind of like show us what, what's going on and then later on reveal to them and like, oh, that's how they figured it out rather than everyone being in the dark because 
a show isn't 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 successful by keeping the audience in the dark forever. We do have a limit to where we'll go. Okay, that's it. I just had enough. You keep stringing me along. I'm done. I'm gonna change this channel. But if you give me something, if you give me a juicy morsel, and it's big enough, and everyone else in the cast doesn't know, the audience just does. Then I'm gonna tune in each week to see when other people pick up on it so then i can rewind it again watch it in a binge and i can see where in the episode people were doing things so it's sprinkled in which is the best way to do it will they do that who's to say who knows right now we're still waiting for six brand new episodes to be filmed and we still got a good chunk of episodes to get through until the uh, mid-season finale which they're going to have because i doubt they're going to have that first episode of that sixth episode add-on ready by time we get to the uh con the conclusion of the initial order so it's probably going to be a, a a break of some sort unless they're breaking for christmas and new years and all that stuff and they have enough time to film that but the actors and such all have family so if they're going to break they're going to be breaking during the time that they would be filming it so it's highly unlikely that they're going to do that they're going to come back after the holidays so we're going to probably have some some sort of break to come back like a six-week break, I think, probably, probably, to allow for that first episode to be done and second episode to be done before we come back and we start watching them. Because usually most shows, at least back in the day, was they had like four in the can and they were working on the fifth, on the fifth one, so you had enough time to do all the all the post-production stuff. But to uh, wrap up this podcast on episode seven of the second installment of Quantum Leap, I will say that. The, the the that young actress that they have she's going places she was really really good in this i love the fact that they made everyone look look suspicious i mean everybody looked suspicious and um i like the fact that not the, the, that the mom and the the mom and the in the boyfriend guy didn't do all the things that some of the stuff was done by people that were trying to help but it was just they didn't know it so they added to their added to their thought i mean maybe they found it because why else would the mom think it was the demons rotting if she knows it's fake what's causing the stink so i think she found it or she was told by the person that she was doing it and so it just fed into fed into her narrative and it just added to her um her scheme and i'm glad at the end they both got busted and they both got arrested and they all both got both away and I like the fact that an alteration to the timeline occurred and Ian knew it, had remembered seeing it, and then also didn't exist at the, at the same time. Which reminds me of Honeymoon Express when the judge changes and Al's like, wait a minute, you changed to her. Because at the end when it said the 404 couldn't find the file, and he, he, he remembered both sides of it when it was there and then when it wasn't there. So that kind of brings it outside just Addison being able to do that. Anyone in Project Quantum Leap can remember before and after. So maybe the proximity to the actual machine and the, um, the um, side effects of being close to that could be some sort of temporal, uh, temporal immunity to alterations because they were all all in the building, like Al's in the building, and then back in the day, Gushy and, uh, and, and, and Tina. So to wrap, to wrap this up, up this podcast, great episode seven. It uh, really makes me curious about ep ep episode eight. It looks like it's going to be fun. So 
yes, this will conclude this podcast. <laughs>